Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Kion, and today's episode is for you if you are feeling completely uninspired or you're just going through a really busy time in your business or in your life and you just don't have the time or the mental energy to invest in creating fresh content. This is actually my go-to exercise anytime I'm feeling flat, anytime I'm just not inspired and anytime I'm just like, you know, I need to get an email out today and I don't have anything that I can think of to send. And yes, that even happens to me. And what we'll be doing is we'll be using your biggest secret weapon and that is repurposing. So repurposing simply means reusing content that you have previously created, either an exact copy and paste or with a few changes or with mixing up the format. So this content can come from anywhere, your website, your blog, your socials, and of course, your emails, basically any piece of marketing messaging you create. I even take elements of sales pages that I've created and put it into other content. It can come from anywhere. And that is a pretty powerful secret, but I'm actually going to take you through a next level repurposing process. Of course, I recommend, you know, doing some basic repurposing across platforms as you go. So, of course, if you create um, an amazing blog post, you don't want to just leave it on your website. You want to let people know about it. So you share it on your email list and to your social media, and you could even be taking excerpts from it and using that too. However, what I want to do is introduce you to revisiting that content way down the line, maybe three months in the future, maybe three years or just when you are feeling like you have no idea what to send. So if this is you, why don't you go through this process today? Because honestly, it is game changing. I do this exercise maybe even once a year anyway, when I'm like trying to map out my content. Often I find the end of year is a good time to do this, but pretty much any time is great. And the first thing, that you need to do, of course, is to find the content. And the best way to do this is to look at what your audience has enjoyed most. So we don't want to just put out any old content again. We want to put out the content that your audience is reacting to. So whether they are clicking, whether they're opening, whether they're um, following, um, liking, sharing, all of those good numbers. So we need to go do a little bit of digging. And we want to look in a few places. So the first place, of course, being email marketing, I will tell you to look through your email campaigns and your automations to see which emails are performing best. So just spit out a big report and then sort them by the emails that got the top clicks and the emails that got the most opens. And you can see what um, you know type of content resonated most. Now, you might need to eliminate a few things here, like if you have like community emails. So for example, emails I send out to email experience um, students, you know, obviously they get the highest sort of open rates. So I'm not counting those. So I'm talking about my main campaign. So I'm filtering out all those extra things. I'm filtering out, you know, the really sales push ones. And just focusing on the ones that were based around content or some sort of story or angle or something interesting um, that inspired people. So I'll just spit that out and I will get sorted and get my top 
10 or 20 and um, see what people are interested in. Um, then also you want to look at your content numbers. So this could be whether your primary content platform is on YouTube. For example, you would go through and look through your YouTube stats. If it's a podcast like me, I would go through my podcast episode downloads. Um, obviously, taking into account the ones that have been there longer will probably have more. Um, but, you know, having a look, okay, in the last three, six months, what ones got the most downloads? Um, and then, of course, you can look at your website analytics. So going through and seeing which posts and which pages got the most views. So if you obviously have a blog, you'll be looking at your posts primarily. But if you um, create pages as well. So to get that, all you need to do is go into the report section and then it's behavior, site content, and then all pages or all. Um, and you can see which um, of your content got the most views. Of course, again, you'll be removing like home and about and contact, but then you'll see which um, posts get the most views. And then the final place, which is really super handy, is your meta insights. So yes, Instagram has its own little insights, um, but I find it super useful um, to go to the meta insights page because that actually gives you a full blown report. So you go to your business.facebook.com um, portal and inside you'll find your insights and you want to look at content insights and from there you can choose which pages you want to look at and you can choose um, a date range you can choose um, what format you're looking at so you can say I just want to look at the stories or I just want to look at posts or I just want to look at um, reels or even ads because you might want to or you might want to exclude your ads because obviously they'll get higher engagement and then you just sort um, by the numbers you want to look at. So which one's got the most views or which one's got the most clicks and just again, see what your top ones were. So you can look at all of these areas or you can just choose a couple. Obviously it depends where you're spending the most time on your content. And I want, what I want you to do is gather your top 10 to 30 ideas and copy and paste the original into a document, just a, a Google Doc or a Word Doc, whatever it is, and include the original link so you can find where it is. And so this is your messy first draft. Um, and if you just need something to send today, just browse through it and go, yep, that one looks good and use it. Send it out. Think about, is there a relevant call to action that you can include? Can you ask them to reply? Can you ask them to um, yeah, answer a specific question? Or do you have like some sort of resource or something you can point them to? Just give them something um, today. And hey, you can even include a sales pitch in there as well, especially if it was something that people resonated with and really enjoyed. Absolutely resend it. If you're worried about it looking the same as a previous email, um, if it's anything older than six months, I would say people are not even going to remember it. Um, but you can change up, obviously, things like the subject line, change the intro a little bit. Um, you can make a couple of edits. But honestly, people don't remember these things. So you can go in and sneakily do this every now and then. But where this really comes into its power is now you have this, put them all into like a handy spreadsheet. So put in this list of all these content ideas with the link and then you have your document as well. So you don't need to go digging up as well and have it there for when you are feeling uninspired. So in Insider Secret, I actually have an internal spreadsheet of you know past blog posts and podcast episodes. And my VA is gradually turning them into carousel posts and or reels, seeing what comes up, what feels naturally. Um, and we don't use them all the time. They're just sitting there, they're kind of ready to go. But whenever we see a gap in the social media plan, we just go to the list 
and we choose something and it can be the same with email. So I can absolutely say, okay, we've converted this to a carousel post, but can I just make that into a email anyway? and just send that out. And some of this content has been around for years, but it is still relevant and people respond to it. So absolutely have that as your go-to resource. And then it's like, you don't even need to think about it. And that also means that you can just say, empower your team, just pick something or pick something that's around this kind of theme. They'll go in and look and go, yep, I'll grab that. And they can go ahead and just grab it. And it's your content. Um, Bonus points, you can even, you know, put it through ChatGPT. So in my ChatGPT episode, I talked about one of the great ways you can use it is to repurpose existing content because this content is already in your words. It's already you. It's already infused with your personality, your style, um, and it's got your information, your, your um, what's the word I'm looking for, thought leadership, your expertise, And what you can do is you can say, can you convert this into an email or can you um, condense this into like dot points? Can you make this into an outline or can you add a little bit of flavor? And you just do a quick round of edits so it changes it, but it's still you. So that is a great hack as well if you're a little bit worried about that repurposing side. So now you've got this catalog of content and you've got this email that you needed to send out today and you've got maybe some emails for the next few weeks, whatever it is. Um, But also, I want you to take this information and inspiration and use it um, about what to create next. So ask questions like, um, you know, what new fresh ideas has this inspired? So get your ideas spreadsheet out and type away. You know, what themes have come through? This is so important to identify, okay, my audience is really resonating when I talk about this particular challenge or this frustration. They go, yes, that's me. Um, You know, what gets the most interaction? You can kind of start to see what people are interested in without needing to go full blast into your reporting, which I still recommend you do. But this just gives you a quick version of that. So make sure to write down all these ideas for the future, see what you can repurpose now, see what's on the to-do list for later. And if you go through this exercise every six to 12 months, you will never run out of content because I trust you'll get this inspiration in between. So you'll continually be adding to this library. So how do we actually repurpose it? So there are a few different ways. Um, If it was originally an email, you can resend it as it is. Or with a couple of edits, you could copy and paste it as a social media post, or you could make it into a blog or a podcast episode or a video or a Facebook live or whatever. You can even perhaps break it down and make it into a thread. Yes, we're (laughs) we're into our threads era here now. Um, Or you could even add it to your content funnel. And if you don't know what that is, I have a previous episode on that too. And that is basically if you think, okay, this is an email that people are reading. I want all future subscribers to see this. So I'm going to put it in my content funnel, which is like an email a week for six weeks, 12 weeks, a year after someone first signs up of your essential, most loved, helpful stuff. So that's if it was originally an email. And of course, we can think about thing, other types of content too. So if it was originally your core content, so your podcast, your videos, or your um, blog, you know, include it, you could include it in like a roundup post. So you could just do a simple like, hey, these were my top three posts in the last six months, or these are some favorite reads right now. So you could do that. Of course, you could copy and paste the text and send it as a separate email or a condensed version. So you could literally, if you send it before, say, hey, read this blog post and link through to it. This time, maybe you just send it as the email itself. 
um, you could put it into an automation. So again, you can add it to your content funnel or you can, if you think, okay, this seemed to really resonate and this seemed really important um, and it really helped people make a decision. So I'm going to put that in my welcome series and you could put it as it is again, or you can, um, you know, just link to content. You could copy and paste it, of course, as a social media post or convert it into a reel or break it down into chunks and make it a thread or a carousel post or just share one tip at a time. Or, yeah, for example, if it was something that was like, here's five hacks to help you with blank, maybe you just go, okay, over the next five weeks, I'm going to share one hack a week and I'm just going to do it as a face to camera video. So easily new content that through that those means. And of course, if it was originally a social media post, you can reuse it. You can send it as an email. Either you can expanding on it or honestly, sometimes really short emails, powerful emails work. So you don't have to feel like you have to expand on it in that case. Or you can even create a blog or a video from it or a podcast episode, expanding on the ideas, thinking it through, talking through the conversation. We can absolutely do it through any of these channels. So a ton of different ways that you can repurpose. Hopefully this episode has really helped you or um, given you some strategies to break out of that content funk without thinking you need to start from scratch. So all we want to be doing here is remember finding the content that your audience enjoyed most. And that's by looking at your reports. And it doesn't mean you have to dig deep. It just means to find those top numbers. Then you want to gather up your top 10 to 30 ideas and make sure they're just all in one handy spreadsheet. Um, And if you want, copy and paste the original content into a document so it's just there easy to access. Then choose what you want to use now and what you want to use later or just choose that one that's for today and then just have the rest there in your back pocket. Next, then, of course, you want to just take a moment while you're here, and this will probably just happen naturally, the ideas will start churning in. So make sure you're writing them down. And then now think about the different ways you can repurpose it. Definitely don't just think across email, although obviously I am the email person. We want to think about all our marketing channels. So hopefully that has helped you out. If you do want more hacks and tips like these, then the email experience um, is the perfect place for you. So inside you get all the training on email marketing strategy and tech that you need to um, to implement impactful and converting email marketing, plus amazing support through coaching calls, tech checks, copy critiques, and more so that you can actually apply what you learn to your business. Learn more and get on the wait list at yalekeown.com forward slash experience or If you're going through this process and thinking, you know what, I still don't have that many ideas, make sure to grab my freebie, 80 plus fill in the blank email ideas at yalekeown.com forward slash ideas. And you will be well on your way to having other content ready to go so that in a few months time, you'll be able to go through this process and see what your audience resonated with. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know about in future episodes. Please let me know over on Instagram. I'm at Yael Keown and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.